Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, good evening everybody and welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby! Yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert, and everybody, please say hello to your friend and mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore. KD! Well, looks like we got some puck action here in a couple weeks. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I'm I'm definitely uh, definitely excited for a little hockey. I'm a, you know, I was telling you before we got on the show, I am a little tired right now, so I'm trying to pep myself up with a little, little coffee action. You ever... Like, during the day, you day drink, you know, not, like, heavily, though, like, five or six drinks, you know, you're feeling good, but then you stop, like, and then later on, you start, like, crashing from it. That's where I'm at right now. Been there, man. Been there. Yeah. I love day drinking, like, day drinking, you know, now that I'm, I I actually, Paul, I turned 44 last Friday. I know. Happy birthday, everybody. Come on, sing a little song for KD, everybody. (laughs) So, you know, I'm definitely at that point in my life where, like, late night, like, clubbing, like, is the thing of, like, the way far past. <laughs> so, like, like day drinking is, like, my jam now, you know? It's just, I, I live for it. So, you know, unfortunately, like, the nights are, like, ugh, just so tired. So tired. I, do I really want to talk to Paulie tonight? About, <laughs> That's right. I was sitting there, like, uh, training camp started. I'm like, uh, I guess I'll have to do it. So, here we are. Here we are, buddy. Wednesday. No, it's Thursday. See? Look at this. See? We usually do Wednesdays. Oh, man. It's Thursday. Screwing you up. All right. Let's start the show over again. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind. Anyway, July 16th. We're not supposed to be talking hockey in July anyway. Uh, So, uh, unless it's the World Cup going on, which is not happening, but... uh, Looks like uh, this tournament's going to happen, pal. I mean, uh, it's it's been kind of crazy. Training camp started there on Monday, and... Footage from practices and uh, beat writers and hockey Twitter is alive again. And, you know, it's uh, it's weird. It's weird because we're all doing this, you know, obviously not for people down in uh, South Florida, obviously, but um, and Cali out <laughs> west. But for all of us here in uh, New York and up in, uh, you know, uh, central uh, Canada and everybody else, we're, we're not used to doing hockey like this in, in, in the uh, in the summertime, especially training camps, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, all week I, I've been, uh, you know, definitely excited to see, you know, the videos from training camp and the rosters and all that stuff. I'm still not convinced that this season, like, happens. But Of course not. Not I, you. I, <laughs> I, I, day, buddy. I have been excited this week. I mean, it is good. It, it's a, like a nice distraction, you know, away from the fact that except for, like, the Northeast, like the rest of the United States is on fire right now with, with COVID. But, you know, uh, you know, it is, it is good to see. Uh, I am happy. Uh, like I said, I'm still not convinced. And, and, and the reason I continue to be not convinced is that 
Did you see the news today? Like 72, like NFL football players tested positive for like COVID today. So, um, you know, Wait, I didn't see that, man. Yeah. Is that something just, that's league wide or like is that. it primarily one team? I, I didn't really. I just saw like the headline. So I, I think it was league wide. I mean, they haven't gotten back together yet. So it's everybody wherever they are. Um, so, but I saw that, I'm like, goodness gracious. I also saw, you know, not to go over our conversation from last week, you know, where, where we're sort of debating back and forth, whether or not this is going to happen or not. But, you know, I saw like a MLS game was postponed because both teams had a, a player, you know, who tested positive and like, oh, we'll postpone the game. Like they must be doing regular season. I don't follow soccer much, but you know, if that were to happen with the hockey, like you can't postpone these games, right? Because you're essentially in the playoffs. So you can't well, be like, ah, we'll play it in a month, you know? Like, it's like I'm still not convinced it's going to happen because these guys are in training camp now, but they're not in a bubble in training camp. You know, they're still allowed to come and go as they please. They're not, you know, all in one hotel and, you know, have like a, a team car taking them to the practice and then back and just getting room service. They're still out and about. So, I mean, there's still a chance that these guys can get infected. I think a bunch of the penguin players were infected. So, you know, I, I, I'm not convinced my, and, and just close to home here, my son had started playing lacrosse again. And we just got an email last night that one of the coaches was in contact with somebody who was positive. So now his team is shut down for two weeks. So I'm just like, how how is this gonna how is this supposed to happen? My son's you know little league lacrosse team can't get going, but you know the NHL will. I don't know, but I was excited this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hey, take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. Well, I mean, that's it, right? That's <laughs> yeah. what you can do. Yeah, we're I mean, going, I'm not. You know, we're not. Yeah. We're not. You know, we're sitting at home. Everybody's at home, right? So. You know, even the guys who, who've gone to start covering the teams and everything else, uh, which has been surreal and everything. But the rest of us, the fans, like I said, MLS fans and NFL fans and Premier League fans and baseball fans, we're just chilling. We're waiting. We're, I mean, you know, all we can do is wait and see what happens. And, yeah, you read the reports every day and who's going down and, and whether it's not uh, going to play or not. I mean, what, what else are we going to do? We can sit here and continue to go back and forth and, and, and we yeah. have – it's the right thing to do because it's the first time we're going through this. But man, I mean, you just—I mean, exactly what you just said about your son's team and and everything else. I mean, you know, it's like a, a small example. Like, you know, I have our first drive-in concert next week with the band, right? So, in my email to everybody, I said, if anything comes up last minute before the show, you got to tell me. Yeah. You know, for argument's sake, because then. That's going to be like a first experience for me. I'm going to have to call the players. I mean, uh, you know, the 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 hosts, you know, and say, hey, look, uh, you know, what what if it's my drummer that goes down? Or what? You know, it's like all we can do is we move forward and and take it as it comes. And like this is what the NHL is going to do. Hey, look, with the sports, especially these pro teams. And I know you were joking about Haley before and stuff before we want on on air. You know, that's why they're bringing a lot of players in, man. If they go down, somebody's got to step in. No, yeah, I look. I, I, we mentioned it last week. I think that the NHL is is doing everything that they can. And if there's any sport league just looking at 
you know, everything that every league is doing, I think the NHL right now probably has the best chance of getting it done if it can happen. And, and I'm hoping for it. I'm praying for it, to be honest. Cause, I think uh, baseball is you know, going to work out, too, because of the way they're spread out on the field anyway. Well, the, the, the problem with the way baseball is doing it is that they're going to be traveling. They're going to be going from city to city. Now, they have their own team, you know, tr- flights. It's not like they're getting on, like, you know, a Delta flight or something. But, um, you know, I, I just think that having them, I, they're not going to be in, in a bubble, per se, you know, the way the NHL is or the way the NBA is. Now, the difference with the NHL and the NBA is that the NHL got out of America, Whereas the NBA is literally in the hottest spot in America, in Orlando. <laughs> so, you know, God bless him. I hope it works out. But goodness. Although, Paulie, I don't know if you saw this. Apparently, Rogers Place in Edmonton, where they're going to be having the Western Conference teams, apparently got flooded today. Yes, I did see that. It's hysterical. <laughs> like some huge storm <laughs> in Edmonton just like flooded. I mean, I guess it's not that bad. But it's just like, what else is going to happen in 2020? It's just like, you know what? The place is the you get them in a bubble, but the bubble is now filling up with water. Well, look, buddy, Amazing. if you look at it this way, maybe what they do is they cancel the Western teams. And now the Rangers chances get even better. <laughs> winning the cup. <laughs> they have no place to play out West now. So, I mean, it's just hey, it's just part of, you know, going with the flow. If that's what they got to do, you know, and then uh, only the Eastern Conference teams will play for the Stanley Cup championship this year, ladies and gentlemen. Seems, le- seems legit. Yeah, seems legit. No asterisk <laughs> on that cup. Yeah, look, 2020 just keeps rolling on, man. It's like you just – I walk out of the house every day and look up and just make sure nothing's falling on my head. You know, it's just it's just the way it's been going, man. The, the, the news stories, the headlines, the chaos, the craziness – you know, this COVID thing and, you know, here, here's me and you just getting on the air here and just talking about hopefully some hockey being played. But, hey, look, man, uh, even with the training camps, there's been a lot of uh, off-ice off ice stuff that's been going on that we can kind of talk about. And uh, I know you uh, sent me some items that you wanted to kind of to, to chat about. Um, where do you want to start? I, I, was, I figured we'd have a little bit of a laugh with um, Avian Torts and the Jack Adams uh yeah. announcements what's your take there buddy my take is that lindy ruff is going to probably be up for it next year <laughs> which is what what it means um yeah look i i mean i we talk about torts all the time on the podcast i love torts i think he's done an amazing job in columbus i i think he's changed himself a little bit where he's a little bit more sort of mild-mannered um, he's not, he hasn't changed. Know, he hasn't changed completely, though. You, you saw that. Uh, yes, I did. The I presser, did. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he said, uh, you know, they're going to be on. You're going to have mics. So are you afraid that people are going to hear you? And he said, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, you know, again, he's not chasing after other coaches, you know, in the locker rooms uh, anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's learned that he has sort of had to change his way a little bit. So, you know, I'm happy for him. Um, you know, I'm not happy that he's doing well with Columbus because, you know, they're an Eastern team. Um, and then AV, you know, I think AV is, has gotten some some harsh criticism from Ranger fans over the years. I mean, you know, all he did was take the team to a Stanley Cup final and an Eastern Conference final. Uh, but everyone thinks he's terrible. And now he's up for, you know, a Jack Adams with another team. Unfortunately, again, it's the Flyers. Um, hey, Kevin, do, but it do, just. Do you remember, did A.V. get nominated when he was coaching us? 
Ugh. You know what? I don't remember at all. I don't. I He had to have been up there, right? I mean, one of those two years. Well, you know what? I mean, even the year they went to the Cup, though, it's not like the Rangers had a great regular season. I mean, the next season they won the President's Trophy, so he had to have been up that, that year, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of... Um... You know, if he if he got it with us, I'm just trying. I'm right. I don't know if it, whether it makes a difference or not. I'm thinking about you. Remember when the garden was going on in the construction and they were on the road, and not that that means anything for a nomination for this, but uh, I don't know. I'll have to kind of. Well, we'll look it up here maybe during the course of the show. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. But yes, hey, look, you know, he's he's done a great job in Philly, man. You can't knock him for it. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, the the knock on him, I think, you know, from Ranger fans is is that, well, he had Lundqvist, and in Vancouver he had Luongo, so it was more about the goaltending than, you know, his coaching ability. And, look, he has Hart in Philly, and who's a good goalie, but, you know, I I think he deserves some credit. I mean, he it's uh, he's a good coach. I just don't know how um, – you know, you could criticize, you know, a coach who has taken the team to a Stanley Cup final and then a conference final during his tenure. Uh, do I have criticisms of, of his coaching while he was with the Rangers? Of course I do. You know, you, you have that with any coach. I mean, he's not going to be perfect, but, you know, I would say, you know, from a win-loss perspective and, and, you know, what else is there when you're a coach? I mean, it's about winning. Um, you know, he did a great job, you know, with the Rangers. So, um, you know, good for him. Again, I don't like it that he's with with the Flyers. Um, but, you know, uh, it is it is just comical looking at it. And here, that guess it, what, buddy? 2014-15, Jack Adams nomination, New York Rangers, buddy. All right, so he had it in 14-15. In so the year they this went, is, this is they won the president. This is he didn't win time. it, though. No, these are all he was named finalist uh Montreal in 2007 and 2000 uh 2007, Vancouver in 2011, Rangers in 1415 and uh he won the award in 0607 with the Canucks. Yeah. With the 105 points uh season, patch of division. Yeah, blah blah blah. Something like that. Anyway, so he's won it once and okay. this is his fifth nomination for the Flyers. Fifth nomination. Okay. Getting nominated with the Flyers. So he's been nominated five times. Yeah, he's a terrible coach. Yes. <laughs> Hopeless. Yeah. Flyers are hot, man. I mean, at least they were hot. I mean, it's been a few months, but he had them rolling, man. He, they, they had our number this year. Jeez, those Flyer Ranger games this year. It was disgusting. <laughs> Hated all of them. And what's his face? Hines. Unbelievable, man. Am I bringing back bad memories? I'm trying not even. I, I can't even remember any part of the season. It's been so long, which is why you know. Look, I, I'm excited for Hayes. you know. Hockey. I said Hines. By the way, I said Hines. I'm sorry, I said Haynes. Let me have another sip of my drink here, home. <laughs> look, I'm excited for the season to start again, but I do have. I don't know. Like whoever wins this thing, I, I do. I feel like almost you got to put an asterisk next to it. Then I know this is going to take a whole new sort of conversation into it, but I, I, I think it'll be and and look, it's going to be a grueling run. You still got to go through the same playoff atmosphere. It just, it's I don't know, it just has a weird feel to it, and you know, 
any momentum like you had mentioned that you know the Flyers had, the Rangers had, is just gone. So it's it's just I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have a hard time looking at if they are able to get this this done and and, a, and an eventual Stanley Cup champ for me to look at them that way and and uh, I I don't know what to say. I, I hate to be a Debbie Downer on it. I've been that way with we're not going to start the season and if we do now the Stanley Cup champ is bogus. And the, should, the they, only... should they give special COVID nineteen awards after this tournament? <laughs> I told I I said it a couple of podcasts ago. They shouldn't even give a stamp. They should have, just call it the COVID nineteen tournament and have like a special. Like have like the trophy be like you know the close up they have of the COVID virus like that ball thing that should be like the trophy. Well, I guess right now, especially for you, I guess we'll just be happy <laughs> if we get this exhibition game in it with with the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. I hope That'll we at least Stanley get that. Cup, man, that might be the only game we get in, right? <laughs> I tell you what. Uh, any type of game against the Islanders, I think, would hold me over until next season. Like, just get me that. Just get to that point. Get that game over with. I don't care if both teams end up completely infected afterward. As long <laughs> as I have that game and I just have it in my head. July 29th, baby. Social <laughs> Bank. Tonight's starting lineup. All seven. <laughs> <laughs> But that's fun, right? We're playing the Islanders. It's going to be great, right? Now, I got a question. Um, do you think does, does Quinn play everybody? I mean, what do they do there? Just give everybody a shot. Goalie gets a period. You got to run everybody, right? First, it'll be the first non, you know, same team game that they've played now and four. It'll be almost five months by the time they get in the ice. Do, do you run everybody? Yeah, I mean, I think you play it like an exhibition game. Yeah, I think you want to get everybody a, a feel of the game. Um, yeah, get your goalie, you know, all 10 of our goalies out there. Yes. Um, even though Shishjorkin is, is obviously going to be the starter. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I would make sure everyone gets, uh, you know, a, a run out there. You know, Shishjorkin and, and Longquist, because obviously there's no way Georgiev is ever getting in one of these games. So yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that they need to go all out in this game and have the set lineup and and run the line. I think it's more of just getting back into in a game, get a feel of it, so they're ready to go once uh, the puck drops on the real sort of play in game against the Hurricanes. That makes sense. I mean, they're playing. You know what? One, two, two, two days later, the 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 whole thing starts, man. This is your first chance you're going to get to see these guys. You got to run everybody, run them hard, take numbers. You want to take out as many islands as you can too, right? <laughs> you want to cause as much damage in this exhibition game as you possibly can and get out of there in one piece, obviously, and, and see everybody just lay it on the line because game one is, is two days later. And, and you, you, want to, you want to hurt the islanders, right? This I mean, be, I'm this never. Is, this, this is going to be the most. This has to be the most epic, high energy, through the wall, <laughs> crush the Islanders exhibition game we've ever seen in the history of the teams. I mean, I'm never against taking out Islander players. <laughs> I mean, I'm always for that. Um, but you nothing know, nothing career ending. Nothing career ending. Maybe just a mild <laughs> concussion. 
knowing our team and our luck with the Rangers, I mean, we had car accidents this year. We had, you know, Kreider breaking his foot the day after he signs a long-term deal. You know, I assume if the Rangers go all out, someone's getting, you know, Panarin's going to, like, blow out his knee or something. So um, I I say, you know, get him a couple of uh, turns around the ice. And, and, you know, I I wouldn't get crazy. Get a good feel of it and, and know what you're doing, you know. Play Shesterkin half the game, play Lundqvist the other half, and and get out of there and get See, ready for, I, yeah, for Carolina. I totally, I totally disagree. Like if I was in that lineup, man, and I because I, I could get sick, I'm gonna go out. <laughs> <laughs> my, 20, my 2020 season, I am making a statement in that game on the 29th, and I am gonna try and score seven goals, have 36 hits, 45 block shots, take some penalties, a roughing. Anything I can, yell at the refs, the coaches, cause as much trouble as possible in that one game. Go for it. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Handsome brothers, let's go. Tear it up on the 29th. Do it. Yeah, no. Come yeah, I don't on, think, like, KD. I don't think... I don't think Jesper Fast, who's going to be like a free agent at the end of the year, is going to be like killing himself in a, in a preseason game that may ultimately but, lead to but nothing. Think of the headline: <laughs> Jesper Foss goes nuts <laughs> exhibition game. Scores, Blow, scores four goals, has eight assists, <laughs> two in, injure, injures himself, and nobody wants to touch him during free agent period. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no God. thanks. I want carnage. I want I want these guys <laughs> to just go for it, man. Oh man. We'll see though. It'll be fun. Are you scared? Scared of the Islanders at all? In an exhibition game? No. <laughs> well, just in just in general. Oh, in the playoffs? Yeah, I no, mean have they, you been have you been no. scouting their camp at all these last no. couple of days? No. No. Yeah, they're a bunch of like uh third and fourth line players. Um with Barzell. That's about it. <laughs> okay. And they're going to take um... Barzell and third and fourth line players. <laughs> and they'll take out uh, the Panthers, right? No problem. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the Panthers are going to take the Owls out. I, I apologize. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, our guy uh, Yandel is going to like put up a hat trick, uh, a game over there. You know. All right. Because all all X Rangers, all all X Rangers, they all do well when they leave us. Whether it's coaches. I.E. A.V. and uh, Torts, Jack Adams uh, candidates here. And then uh, Yandel, he's just going to tear it up in the playoffs because he didn't do that for us when <laughs> we were in the playoffs. So close your eyes for a minute, KD. The New Jersey Devils win the Stanley Cup championship in, in like three years, and Lindy Ruff placed that thing over his head. Oh, I, I would put money on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a vision. Congrats to Coach Lindy. Good luck. Yeah, because and and it'll be even worse because we all wanted Kako over Hughes, and Hughes is going to be putting up like fifty goals a year. He's going <laughs> to, yeah. Well, I agree with that. You know, as far as where uh, Capo and me stand, you know. Hey, but you you hear Capo uh, apparently in camp is looking leaner. He's looking meaner. I, I think he he's been listening to and the he podcast. He looked that way and, in the juniors, and he looked that he, way in Finland. But when he came he, to New York, nah, nothing. He went he went home. He looked himself in the mirror and said, "I'm going to show that Paulie guy that I can play this game." So he he's come back. I think with a little something to prove here. You know, if they let him play, because he hope, does I have. He, I you hope know, he has a picture of me in his locker. 
with or without clothes on? Just point. No, just point. <laughs> oh, the inspiration these guys need. Anyway, um, yeah, no, good reports on, on these guys. I mean, it, from from what we're seeing in the the videos, reports, and from the beat writers and everything, the guys are all looking good. Quinn's fired up. You know, this isn't a training camp. He says, you know, he's serious. Yeah, I, I mean, I like that mindset. I mean, I, I don't know why he would want to change, you know, what the lineups look like, especially with how the Rangers were playing. I don't th- – if they're going in this thing to win it, which I don't know why they, they wouldn't unless they, they're taking my advice and, and, you know, they decide to just go for the number one pick um, and, and uh, tank on purpose uh, for the number one pick. I mean, they're going in there to win it. And this team has – you know, when you're looking at, you know, guys like Panarin – and Fox had a great year, and Truba, and, and Kako's going to come back and just kill it. Um, you know, this team has as much talent as, as anybody else in the league and can go on a run, especially with the goaltending. So, you know, and again, they were hot with, with the lineup that they had, and now you get Kreider back, who, who they weren't going to have in, at the end of March and into April during the, the stretch run there. So, you know, I like the mindset. It's not time to... Well, let's give Kraftsoff a look, and let's bring Hayek back up, and and maybe give him a chance again. No, you know it's it's going to be the the defense that you saw that was playing better at the end of the year. I mean, probably see Brendan Smith on on defense again. Um, you know, he played okay, better than he did as like a left wing. Uh, so uh, get used to what you saw. Or look, Go back and watch the tape back from March. That's the lineup. This is what it's going to be. It was a winning lineup. And uh, let's go. The only guy who's not going to be there is, I guess, Lemieux. I don't I don't think they've even discussed what his suspension is going to be yet. So he most likely won't be in there, at least for one game. Um, but, you know, we got my man Greg McKegg, uh, who will step in admirably like he always does. Can always count on him. And uh, let's go. Very positive. See, you're confusing me, man. You know, you're a little negative in the beginning of the show, and, and, and now you're <laughs> well. Look, I mean, now you're all fired up. If, if, if I, I have to like almost look at it too, I gotta throw like the coronavirus out because <laughs> because if I continue looking at it the way that I am, that I don't think it's gonna happen. I could just sit here and tell you, like, Paulie, I don't even want to talk about you know what's going on with this with this team, but. You know, I, I'm I'm excited to talk Rangers. What, what are we doing here? This is why we're here. Let's talk Rangers. So, you know, I could I'm I'm putting it aside, and I want to talk about the lineup because that's why we started this podcast. <laughs> and I want to talk about you know what they're doing in camp and who's looking good and who's not. Um, and and Capocaco is is looking fantastic. Shesterkin is getting a stranglehold on the number one spot, uh, you know, for this play-in game. Um, and, and I'm excited. And Andre Miller practicing with the team. The kid is a monster out there. Not that I didn't know that, but just even seeing him out there with just, you know, the pro players. I, like, like a kid is towering over all of them out there, which is fun. He's been out there with Fox. So now my mind's going crazy thinking about that pairing for the next, you know, six, seven, eight years, you know, just dominating um in the nhl so like i said as much as i don't think this season is happening i i am excited just to be talking hockey to be talking lines to be talking um you know these young kids again and and the future of this team um because at some point you know knock on wood you know 
we will get back to some type of normalcy and you know hockey seasons will begin again in the NFL and this and that and whether that's next year or whenever but um this is fun to talk about this you know we got our sort of coronavirus rant out of the way early so let's talk about the team now I'm with you buddy I'm pumped you know I'm 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 excited like I more than anything like I said just before it was just great to see just the the range, you know, not yeah, the range of community, obviously, but just hockey community in general, you know. I mean, obviously, me and you do a lot of our networking and surfing and and fun and stuff and interactions with fans is on Twitter, so it's just been kind of great to see that kind of come back. I I haven't really looked into any of the other teams, uh, what's going on, and to be honest with you, like I said, just kind of you know, it's 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 happening so fast, you know, with Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, and and just really just trying to, you know, um you know, get, get as much, you know, take in as much of the clips as you possibly can and, and get some feedback from, say, Brooksy and Carp and uh, Stevenson and all the guys that are covering the team and everything. And it's just great to see those guys, you know, uh, tweeting out reports and how guys are playing and everything. And, yeah, I mean, seeing a guy like Calandre Miller in there is just fantastic because, again, this is something that, um, you know, with me and you coming back and, and talking Rangers again uh, after a, a long time off. And it's funny, I, I just saw the uh, the one-year renewal for uh, GoRangersRadio.com come in today, and I was just kind of laughing. You know, here it is July, you know, and that's when me and you talked la- this time last year. Me and you were just basically, I think I sent you a DM. I said, hey, buddy, mm-hmm. so you want to you do a podcast? You want to, you know, get back in the, into, you know, talking hockey again? Because me and you have both kind of stepped out of the scene for such a long time, and here we are a year later, and 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 we just had so much fun this year with this team. And getting to, you know, March 12th or whatever it was, the, the last night against Colorado and, and, and all the stuff that we were talking about. Um, we, we pretty much, in, in every show, with regards to whatever the gameplay that week was, a lot of the fun things about talking about this organization right now, uh, you know, Quinn and, and, the, and coaching and the ups and downs and everything, but is, like I said, what you're saying is the roster and not only that, but the future. And actually, you know, finally getting to see Miller on the ice there. And obviously, like I said, you, you, you see Foxy, and maybe we'll get your take a little bit here. He got nixed on the uh, the Calder nomination. But um, it's just it's just the future. It's down the road. So, you know, me and you getting back, talking about this team this year, this team kind of, you know, uh, getting the fan base back. Uh, you know, Mika, Panarin, just so much fun. The goaltending, obviously, and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, the big signings. And and here we are now. We get a little bit of break in a weird kind of situation. And we said this, this is for all the teams. But for, as far as our, our Ranger team, it's I know we can speak for probably everybody, all the fans, just to see these guys on the ice again and then be reminded of the camaraderie that these young guys had. And what you just said, too, about, you know, joking around, you know, Miller and, and Foxy seven, eight years down the road. I mean, this is the... This is the potential that this team has with a lot of the young guys grown from, you know, the letter, the changeover, the picks, getting rid of the dead weight here over the last couple of years and, and switching over and, and, you know, kind of goes, it flips back here with uh, Elaine Vigneault getting the, uh, and Torts here. Look, I mean, both of those guys, right, uh, nominated for the uh, Jack Adams, and these are the guys who pretty much were coaching us the last, you know, what how many years it was. And um, we get reminded again, but it's almost like it's, it's again, it's a trade-off for all of us now following this new team behind Quinn, J.D. coming in, 
uh, Gordon. So it's it's really exciting. And as much as we joke about this and that, and it is serious about COVID and so on and so forth, but I think in its simplest form, man, just seeing these guys in the ice, and again, and, and, and even looking beyond this tournament and, and looking beyond who knows what the future is going to look like for just sports everywhere and just life in general, but um, as far as New York Rangers, and we've said this over and over again, it, it, it looks so good. The future just looks so good. And uh, all the numbers and the and the CBA and the you know the salary cap, uh, all that stuff will work out. And the, and the you know the um, Seattle expansion and the goaltending situation. One way or the other, KD, the Rangers are going to end up just one. It's all going to be positive here. They they can't lose because even the guys that we were talking about, like a guy like Strom or or Fast, moving on. You know, and, and we love those guys, but they can be replaced. So the Rangers here are pretty much in a win-win, one way or the other. You joke about it too, tank, go for the traffic. You know, we can't lose, right? So even if we lose, we can't lose. And the Rangers making the playoffs and actually being a part of this tournament, KD, is gravy in first place. They weren't supposed to get a sniff. Yeah, and, and ultimately it's going to be great for the young players, um, and, and we talked about that a lot this year on the podcast about, you know, just get these guys in the playoffs, get, even if it's just a round, even if they're swept in four games, you know, getting guys like Fox and Howden and Kako, um, Lindgren, just around in the playoffs, just being in that atmosphere. Although they're not really going to get the playoff atmosphere when they're playing in an empty <laughs> arena. Um, so, but. Um, I'm assuming they are going to feel some type of pressure, crowd or no crowd, um, as far as, you know, a playoff uh, feeling. Uh, so I think I agree. I mean, it's just gravy at this point. You know, they made it into this, you know, play-in tournament thing where it's a, a do or die here and, and a little bit more pressure on the young guys and, and uh, see how they react to it. And uh, again, it's, Hopefully this will be something that they won't have to experience ever again in, in an empty arena. Um, but, you know, playoff games nonetheless. Um, I'm excited. I know everybody else is excited to get going. And, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's going to play through. Even if they maybe get started, I, I just don't see it happening. But I could separate it for now just to get some type of distraction because we need it. I mean, I think everybody needs it. I've been very happy, like you said, they'll go through my Twitter timeline and see ranger stuff instead of people just arguing about who's wearing a mask and who's not um and uh so it's good to see some some other things out there i think you know i needed it you needed it the country you know needs it a little bit of a distraction from everything else going on uh so it's been good it's why i'm able to separate it because uh you just need to i mean you can't just dwell on this stuff all the time it's just not good for your like mental uh well-being here so uh, yeah, it's it's good to be talking about hockey again. Yeah, absolutely. real hockey, real you know, real <laughs> Rangers stuff. Like again, the lineup. What does the lineup look like? Who should be playing in goal? Is it Shostakovich? Is it Lundqvist? Is it well, definitely not Georgiev. But come on, you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna every show I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> well, it's not Georgiev. <laughs> so look, um, have you looked up and down uh, the training camp roster? And obviously, there's a couple of names. That weren't with these guys here at the end. Um, what's your take on on and some of these guys that are, that are in here right now? And on I'm not I'm not up to par. I mean, I know Miller can't play in the tournament. Um, but O'Regan's in here. Um, 
mean, Gettinger's in there. Fogel. Yeah, I mean, e- even the younger guys that they brought Radish. up, unless – Yeah, I mean, look, unless – I have no problem with any of the guys that they have out there. It seems as though most of them uh, – you know, are, are deserving of, of being up with the team. Um, you know, it's just a matter of if somebody ends up, you know, getting sick, if it, if it ends up hitting the team, you know, and it, and it, I don't know if it'll matter if, you know, Letary is in there or O'Regan is in there. If Panarin is the guy who goes down, you know, so, you know, these guys, yeah, it's great. And they're on the roster and they get the, practice with the big squad ultimately i don't think it it matters i mean they're just like placeholders because again if the rangers lose like a couple of guys to COVID or they test positive and again it's panarin and zabinajad you know i don't, I don't care who they have coming in it's just, they're done um so you know it's uh you know i like having kratz off there where he gets to hang out with panarin and, and learn to see what he's doing although I, I read some reports that he's been a little underwhelming in the camp. I mean, I, it's only been a couple of days old. I mean, long. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how much of a chance he's had at this point. Um, but I think just being there the same way Miller um, is and, and they could sort of take it all in, um, I, I think is a good thing for the organization um, and for their development. So uh, to me... The two biggest things that jump out at me on on the roster is just Miller and Kratzoff and the young guys, and and hopefully they they take a lot from the experience. Even though, uh, unless like the entire team goes down, Kratzoff probably isn't getting in there. And like you had mentioned, Miller isn't eligible too. So, um, but I I like the idea of having the two of them in camp, just hanging out and and uh, uh, being with the team, building a rapport with them, and. And having them ready to go once you know the next season finally gets going, whenever that's going to be. All right, good vibes. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, gonna... look, I'm not going to sit here and give you like a scouting report on Kobe <laughs> because you know, <laughs> I I I'll tell you how many you know Wolfpack games I watched last year. It was called zero. So <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and present myself as some type of Wolfpack expert on you know O'Regan, you know, and. and <laughs> I barely know the guy's first name. What Was about it Danny? Uh, what about what about Adam <laughs> Danny? Huska, I got man? it. Yeah, what nice. about Husker man and Nets? Are we going to give him a shot or what? <laughs> Why not? We're giving everybody else a shot. <laughs> hey, look, oh, you know, if, but if he does do well, I mean, you know, that that could be uh, is definitely uh, the end of Georgiev. <laughs> he should start Lord. against the Islanders. <laughs> That's Put right. Let's see what he's got. <laughs> I tell you, Huska came in somehow, some way, and, and, and played well. That would be the end of both Lundqvist and Gierkev. There would be a trade <laughs> and a buyout. <laughs> Again, like I said earlier, man, Rangers can't lose. Can't lose on any of these uh, possibilities, man. It's, it, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know... I mean, we have to wait till then, obviously. I mean, uh, as far as, you know... Seeing where this thing's, it, which it's going to be a trip, man. I mean, here it is. It's what? It's going to be what? Another week, two? Well, what do we got left here? Sorry, it's the sixteenth. So, yeah, so it'll be almost two two full weeks until that ex, uh, exhibition game, and then and then things go for real on August first. And and a lot can a lot can happen in three weeks, obviously. And, and just hopefully all our guys stay healthy and uh, on and off the ice, and we'll just keep yeah. soaking in these uh, reports from training camp. 
Yeah, I think Quinn is tipping his hand a little bit as far as the goaltending goes, because he was mentioning that, uh, you know, it's not just about camp. Similar to what he was saying that this isn't a training camp type thing for the rest of the lineup. He did say as far as the goaltenders go, you know, it's going to be based on um, regular season performance as well. It's not just going to be what, you know, if Lundqvist comes in and kills it in camp um, and is better than York and he's automatically getting it. Um, so I don't know if that's him sort of tipping his hand to, you know, Shestjorkin has maybe the lead here because I don't necessarily know that Lundqvist had a great regular season where Shestjorkin definitely did. Um, so uh, again, I've been saying since we've been talking about this, that I think Shestjorkin ends up getting the starting nod. Um, and then Lundqvist is, is the backup because you know what you get with Lundqvist, you know, that uh, when you, if Shostorkin falters for whatever reason, you know you're bringing in a veteran who's been there, um, and and I think that that's probably the best way to go because if Lundqvist goes in there and bombs, and now you got to bring in a rookie, um, you know who knows where his head is at that he lost the position um, to Lundqvist. So, you know, I I think starting with Shostorkin is is probably the way to go, and and the way Quinn will will look to to start the playing round. Well, you know, outside of Outside of the talents of these three guys, and that's Georgie and, and Shesty and Hank, mentally they're they're you know just three bright, very uh, stoic kind of guys. I mean, Hank can be emotional, obviously, which is great. Um, we haven't been able to really see Shesty in, in a slump. Um, you know, at, well, he had that one bad night in, in his run. Uh, Georgiev obviously has. We've probably seen a little more of him in terms of uh, he was he was very controlled there for a while in that Edmonton game. He kind of lost his uh, his cool, deservedly so, with the way the team was playing. Mm. Uh, you know that night, but I'd have to say, you know, you know, I I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is, you know, if, if, if any of them has uh, some difficulty here, and, and I think this is just an incredible challenge here for all the coaches, for, for all the teams, outside of, you know, the teams that definitely have a clear-cut number one, you know, and, and, and that's it. You're going to ride him uh, until he gets hurt. doesn't matter. He's got the gig, so on and so forth. So, like, for the guys like, you know, Quinn here with the Rangers, you know, those couple of different scenarios that you put in, that you talked about before, um, it, it's, it's... I think he's got the guys, not only in the talent, but... If a guy like I don't I don't see a guy like Shesty, I don't think he's gonna lose it. I, I Hank's been through so much, he's seen so much rubber. It, it can't you can't throw anything new at Hank. I mean and and outside of winning a Stanley Cup, he's won everything else. He's won he's won a gold medal. He's won he's won, you know, World Cup all that stuff and uh so I mean he's he's a champ. He's seen it. He's seen the tournament play. He's won in all that aspect. The only thing he hasn't won is a Stanley Cup championship and he and he got close. Um, you know, Shesty and, and Georgiev, they really have nothing to lose, and especially with Shesty. And, and I think we've already seen it in terms of his composure, how he handles himself. Um, and just these guys come prepared. I've always said that Georgiev reminds me a lot of Richter in terms of his attention to detail, the way he sets himself in the net. Um, he's just incredibly fit. He's incredibly agile. And Shesty brings that too. So you've got these just very disciplined uh, they're very mature for their age when it comes to Shesty and Georgie, um, and and balance that up against Hank, who we know love and he's proven, and as far as and he also proved as far as off the ice, you know, working with the organization this year, 
Uh, seeing that these young guys came in, he didn't cause a lot of trouble. He's as competitive. He wants to be in there. He wants that number one spot. And I know I'm I'm pulling for Hank. I would love it if he won he won the number one spot. And like I said, if he does, you know, what do you do in in, in a short series? Uh, do you pull the trigger? I mean, these guys haven't played. The the schedule is 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 something they've never seen before. These afternoon games back to back. It's going to be so different and so weird. Circling back, though, the Rangers probably have the best, you know, uh, group of guys as far as your starter and, and your bullpen guys. Who else in the league has what the Rangers have? And and not only their talents, but what they got upstairs, their maturity, their um, their commitment and dedication to the team, and also their camaraderie that they have the team. And, and, and the team also proved this year, I guess it didn't really matter sometimes because the shots against were ridiculous. The, the guys went out there in front of them like, well, you look behind us, whether it's Georgie, Shester, or Hank, hey, we got a good, and they'll let up 45 shots a game, and so it's no big deal. But they've also, like I said, these guys in front of them uh, all play confidently in front of It doesn't matter who the Rangers have in goal. That's not an issue for this franchise. It's not an issue for this team. Um, it'll just be interesting to see how they do without Ruff uh, in there. I know they brought in the uh, the guy from um, the AHL uh, team. Um, his name escapes me right now. And Quinn knows these guys too now. So he he's, he's you know, again – there's so many different. I'm, I'm repeating myself a little bit, just in the sense that you know, um, it's a win-win for these guys. Uh, if if these guys get knocked out, it'll be disappointing, but it'll be like, hey, they got here, and and what more could we be happy with as as a franchise and as a fan base? But in in the Nets, man, the Rangers don't have to worry about that at all. Yeah, I would say that you know, if you just had one of these guys as your starter, and the other ones weren't around. I feel just as confident with, you know, and I give you a hard time about your gift, but if he was the guy, like, I would still feel very good about the team. You know, if, if Shesterkin and Hank just weren't on the team and your was our guy, um, I'd feel very good about it. Or if Hank was the guy, I'd feel very good about it. Shesterkin. So, you know, um, you know, unfortunately it's a very, I should say, unfortunately, but it's a very unique situation uh, for this team where you have three goaltenders who could all probably go out there and succeed um, with this roster. Um, and, and it's a tough decision for Quinn, um, you know, because you they all have their strengths and weaknesses. And you have a guy who has all the experience in the world, like you mentioned, but you have this, these two young, dynamic goaltenders, um, especially Shashorkin. And that isn't a shot at your give. I just think Shashorkin is better. Um, and, uh, it's not an easy decision for him. Um, and, and this team is, you saw Zabinajad mentioned, we just got to go out and, you know, we plan on winning this thing or whatever he said. Um, so these guys are here to win. They're not here to just go through the motions and, oh, we're back, back and let's see what, how we do. They think they can win. Um, so picking this goaltender is, is going to be an important decision that he makes. I think it's, Hard for him to go wrong. Whichever way he goes, I, again, you know where I stand on it. You know where I'm, I, I think he should go Shesterkin. But, you know, there's an argument to be made, I think, for all three. I think stronger argument for Lundqvist than Shesterkin. But that's just my opinion. Um, and, and if he goes with one over the other, I mean, I, I could see where Quinn is coming from. Again, because they, they all have the strengths and weaknesses and, and, and 
I'm sure Quinn, when he does make that decision, will articulate very well, you know, the reason his reasoning uh, for going with whichever goaltender he picks. So, um, and I don't think there will be a wrong decision because I think any of them that go out there will, will perform the way they have, you know, all year or throughout their careers, which which is at at, at a top level. No, I agree with you, man. Good stuff. So, looking at the forward lines, I mean, Kreider obviously coming back healthy from this injury now. Um, and before the Dallas and the Rado game, and right after he went down, um, where do you? What, what do you? What? Let me. Let me let's not. Let's not guess what Quinn's going to do. Who's your top six starting game one? Well, I mean, I think you just got to go back to what what they were doing all year. I mean, so it's Kreider, Zabinajad, and and Buchnevich. And then you go with Panarin, Strom, and Foss. I mean, Foss really shouldn't be in there, but that's where it was um, before everything was shut down. That's been the line so far this week in camp, or those are the two, you know, the top six are there. You know, and, and uh, you know, I, like I, Foss always brings that sort of defensive responsibility, and, he shows, and he's shown he can score. I mean, he definitely has some pop. Um, so he could definitely, uh, help out offensively as well. Um, so I, that's going to be the top six. I don't think there's any question. I don't think you'll see, um, any, anything, uh, surprising on the roster. The only thing is, is obviously, like I mentioned earlier, is Lemieux being suspended, but that, you know, that's the bottom six and, uh, you have McKeg who, who will fit in there, um, uh, you know, on that, on that bottom six with Howden and Gautier and, um, the third line will be, you know, De Giuseppe, Heedle, and, and Kako. So I, I, the lineup is there. I, I, I like the look of that lineup. Um, it was performing well uh, before every, you know, the world uh, sort of stopped. Um, and and that's, what, that's what you're going to see. Like I, we mentioned earlier, Quinn said this isn't like a, a training camp. This is to get us ready to go i know what the lineup is i know what our lines are i know what our guys are and that just means you're not going to see kratzoff um get a get a chance to earn a spot he's just not he's going to be sitting in the press box unless half the team goes down so which is fine you know it's not that's how they're playing it the the rangers could have played it like this is an audition for next year and that's the way we're going to run it and and that would be fine they're in the middle of a rebuild this isn't about that i've said it all year this is this year was never about winning a cup. This is about continuing uh, to rebuild and, and develop these young players. So if they decided, yeah, we want to go with Kratzoff and when we want to give Letary a look and, and uh, whatever young guys that they wanted to, to put in, in a position uh, in the playoffs to get some of that experience, I would say, look, this is part of the rebuild and this is what they're doing. Um, but, look, they're ready to win it, which they – which they should in, in this type of tournament, in this unique situation that we've never seen before, uh, where there's literally no momentum for any team coming into this. Yeah, why not? Stick with what was working at the end of the year. Uh, stick with your, your big guns here, and, uh, and, you, and you see what happens. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I definitely uh, I agree with the way Quinn, you know, coming out. And, uh, you know, you can you – could... You know, you could have that kind of perspective, you know, when, when somebody says that, hey, this isn't training camp and this is just like, you know, hey, we're just going to fire it up. And, you know, he gets a chance to get Kreider back into the lineup and, and, and gets to see that, um, you know. And, again, you know, Kreider didn't really even have that chance. The team didn't really have that chance, you know, um, you know, after the, the all the, tra- the trade deadline talk, right? And, um, 
you know, the, the, the re-signing and everything else. And it was like, oh, it was done. It was put to rest. And, uh, you know, we obviously knew with the goaltending situation. So the team as a whole kind of just knew, all right, this is us. This is our bunch, and, and we're going to go for it here, you know. And all that off-ice stuff was pretty much done, right? And then Carter goes down. And it kind of threw a wrench into everything, obviously. And they still played good. Um, and that's just the way this bunch has been doing it. But now, like I said, coming into this and Quinn saying this is a training company, it's like they get a second chance to kind of recharge this whole thing. And, again, we're just talking Rangers here. We know every team is going through this. But with our situation here, that that's like a huge thing. With When you look at it, like a, a major re-signing, a major leader on your team, a veteran on the team, a, a whole season primarily based around, you know, a second-year coach, a struggling young team, the future is quiet or staying with these guys. The fan base is kind of split. What's going to happen? And then, boom, it's done. And we got them. And then we lose them. And here we are. We got them back now. And this this coach, this team, these players, uh, you know, the big guys up front, and Mika and Panarin here, uh, and they get to roll with Crides again. I, that, to me, is just phenomenal because, you know, the, the last game we've talked about this, the last game of Colorado, and why wouldn't we? Because that was the last game we all watched together and stuff. But, you know, seeing Crides on the ice at, at practice that day, skating around, and we can all remember that, you know, the team was playing well and excited and seeing the Islanders struggle and then seeing a potential of, of, of making the playoffs was there. It was all there. And then seeing Crides on the ice that day uh, was just, whoa, what if he comes back? This is going to be awesome. And if we can kind of get through this this road trip here and, and everything else, and then they get the point that night and obviously the big celebration and everything else, and then everything stops. But, hey, man, Crides is back. He's healthy. And, and Quinn's got his top guns, so like you were saying, the top six. And, and they can roll with it. And I think, like I said, he cut through the BS – this is the squad. This is the team. Obviously, they've got some interchangeable parts back on the back end in terms of, uh, you know, where we're going there. But you're still you're, you're top four. You're top four. You pretty much know who's who's running there as well. And this team is pretty well set, man, for a short tournament, I think. I, I think, you know, uh, like I said, everybody else, their teams are healthy and stuff. But for our team, the energy, the personality, uh, the excitement, like I said, we won't have fans. It won't be our building. It's definitely going to be different, but if these guys can put the blinders on and play hard 60-minute hockey, um, I think the Rangers are going to surprise a lot of people in this tournament. Yeah, I, I think this this team goes as far as the defense will take them. I mean, we saw the the diff- the main difference from the beginning of the season to you know the second half of the season was the defense, where they again they weren't great. I don't even know if they were good, but they were uh, competent enough. Uh, as compared to just how abysmal they were or earlier in the year. And uh, and that was all the difference they needed. They just needed to be competent. And they weren't even that in the beginning of the year. So when they got to that point, that's really when they went on the run there. So hopefully the defense can uh, continue on. Obviously, we don't have uh, Lindy Ruff anymore. The, the Rangers announced that they're bringing up Gord Murphy as a defensive coach. Or they brought him up from Hartford. He was the assistant coach down there. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what type of defensive scheme, you know, he's running, but obviously that's going to be up to Quinn and, and whether or not they continue doing, uh, what they were 
where they were, and, and we've gone over it at nauseum, you know, on, on the show as far as them backing off at the blue line and giving up the blue line and not playing a pressure defense. Uh, you Again, you saw a little bit more of that in the second half, which I think led to uh, their sort of resurgence uh, as a unit. So hopefully they do some more of that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think you'll see a lot of difference of what their defensive scheme is going to be. It's not like they're going to do some type of change to to their philosophy um in, in this you know couple of week training camp so uh but i think the defense will be key to how far this team goes because uh, like you mentioned up front you know we got the horses you know our top six um or top five is is as good as anybody's in the nhl um it's just a matter of will this defense hold up and uh you know Again, you got Brendan Smith on the back end as you know with Truba. Or at least that's where it left off, and and I, that's what I saw in camp. You know, is what is what they're doing at this point because obviously you have Stall and D'Angelo and then Fox and Lingren. So, um, you know, can Smith hold up? You know, does he was playing better uh, when he was put back on the back end with Truba, which which was good to see. Uh, can he find? Uh, uh, his game that he had when the Rangers traded for him a couple of years ago when he was running out there with Shea and, and the two of them were arguably the best defensive pair that the Rangers had in the playoffs that year. I think it was that 17. Um, and, and uh, you know, if he could bring that sort of edge, that bite, as Torch like to call it, uh, to the back end, uh, I'd be excited to see that Brendan Smith show up again because we haven't seen it, you know, since he signed that big contract. So, um, if he could bring that to the table, um, limit stalls, minutes, um, D'Angelo um, showing his offensive uh, uh, ability where he's he's playing more in the offensive zone than he is in the defensive zone because we know where that goes when D'Angelo's in the defensive zone too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and Fox, who, who you mentioned before, he got a bit of a snub with the Calder. Uh, you know, him and Lingren showed that they could be uh, – uh, if if Fox doesn't end up playing with Condre down the road, if he's playing with Lingren, I mean that's another uh, nice young pair that that we'll see for a number of years now. Um, you know, like we've mentioned, I think individually the defense has had a good year. You look at the individual players; I think that they've there's been a lot of uh, really good individual performances, minus Truba. Um, but as a collective unit, they've had the struggles. So if they can come together here in these couple of weeks in this tournament um i think that would be the key to any success that this team is going to have yeah no i agree with you i think murphy's going to be pretty good i mean he's uh you know he's been a um he played with the uh the panthers that year that they went to the stanley cup finals back in 96 and um you know he's he's been around he just joined the organization uh last uh, yeah a year ago actually but um you know he's he's been an assistant coach here for a little bit and a little bit of experience and you know I'm sure he, you know, what, <laughs> you know, all the things that you brought up and all the things that we watched this year too with the team and stuff. I mean, again, you put him on the on the bench here now. Um, you know, with Quinn. I mean, what, what, how, what, you know, taking Lindy Ruff's experience and with all the experience that Lindy had and and the team struggled, obviously. Um, you know, Murph's going to get in there and, and just do the best job he can. And at least, at least him getting behind the bench now with these guys, these kids obviously have some experience 
and they're fired up a little bit, and uh, it'll be interesting. I, go ahead. Go it's ahead. also an audition for him too. I mean, if he could, if this defense sort of rounds out here, and the Rangers go on a run, he may find himself with an offer to stay on as as the coach for next year. You know, we were discussing who may last week. We were discussing who maybe they would bring on, and I had mentioned maybe someone from you know Quinn's past at BU or wherever. So it's sort of an outside the box thinking, but you know if Murphy comes in here um, and and has a good sh- the defense has a good show and he could find himself uh, you know back behind the bench whenever you know next season starts. No, it's you, you bring up a great point. It's it's a great incentive for him uh, to to work with these guys and definitely yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to keep that job, especially now with this team? I mean, you know the guy's a veteran. He's played against some of the best players in the in the league, in, you know, as far as the NHL is concerned, over the last you know twenty some odd years or even more than that. So, um, and this is all a part of it, as far as these guys, you know, taking these uh, you know coaching jobs, assistant coaching jobs, trying to aspire. And um, you know, look, it, it, it's you know, I, I think this is just going to be such a trip once it does get going, you know, because you'd hate to also see at the end of this if the if the I mean, we'll be able to watch as fans, but if the defense does get ripped through or whatever, you know, then it'll be like, can you imagine? Because, you know, we talked about that too as well as, you know, with Lindy taking the job and then not, you know, he's not going to be here for the tournament. And, you know, even though one way, if you look at the season as a whole, you know, Lindy knew these guys. He knew them inside and out. Now, obviously, you know, Murph being with them, he joined last August, so I guess he saw a couple of these guys a little bit. But, you know, Lindy's the guy who, who stood behind these guys this whole season. And he kind of, you know, you'd have to uh, you have to feel, especially the, 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 the run that the Rangers were trying to, you know, get into the playoffs here at the end, he kind of knew which way these guys would move. And, you know, who knows? You know, you wonder if it's a, you know, that'd be something interesting to find out too, whether or not this is, uh, I haven't seen, too many or any comments from the players about Lindy moving on or uh, certainly negative. And I, and I don't think that would ever come out of the Rangers locker room anyway, but it'll be interesting to find out, you know, obviously it's, it's not a regular season. It's not a regular anything uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks, but it'll be interesting to see how these guys play. You'd hate to see that if these guys, you know, become Swiss cheese. And like you were saying, is, is it fair to, to knock a guy like Murphy who's just going to come in here and, and work with these guys for the first time on, on such a fast, you know, tournament? Man, if they get through the first round, the pressure of moving on, I mean, it's uh, – look, it's all great stuff, right? It's not, it's not our problem, right? <laughs> we're not going to – Sure. We're not going to lose our job. We're not going to lose our gig. We're not going to, you know, be benched. We're not – it's not going to affect any of our NHL careers that we don't have. But uh, it's definitely a, another storyline for the Rangers right before this thing happens – uh, an experienced uh, NHL coach leaves a, you know, inexperienced and a and a and a first, you know, they didn't even get to play a full season together, defensive squad, and he goes, and now they got a new guy behind the bench, so it'll it'll be something to see, and I I think these guys will, as they've kind of proved to us all season long, they'll 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 handle it and they'll be all right. I, I'd have to assume that the player's opinion of rough is not the opinion that most fans have of Ruff. I would I I anticipate that they probably liked him. Um I can't Im- like you said, I mean I haven't seen any negative. Not the NHL it usually very rarely do you see a player sort of throw their coach under the bus or even after he left. 
um, to talk badly about him. But I, I have a feeling that uh, they're they're probably missing him more than the fans are at this point. Um, even if even though they had a bit of a tough year, you know, he is that sort of veteran coach who's been around the block, and and I'm sure that they've they've learned a lot from him um, during his tenure here. So I, I can't imagine that you'd you'd hear so any uh, bad words from from any of the players on uh, about Ross. I hear you, man. I hear. I, I'm so happy to see that he left. But, <laughs> <laughs> but again, I'm just a fan. So, That's all right. What do well, I know? Speaking of uh, defensemen, and, and maybe we'll we'll wrap up the show on this. Is uh, you know Foxy getting the the Calder snub uh, this year? I mean, uh, uh, I brought it up earlier, but I don't think we really uh, talked about it too much. But uh, your take on on that? If it's if it's a, I mean, how much of a big deal is it for you? I, not really a big deal at all. I mean, you know, if you look at the guys that, and I I really hadn't watched many of the rookies. You know, as I and I've mentioned this on the show before, as I've gotten older, I've really just sort of focused on the Rangers now where, you know, when I was doing my blog and even when I was younger, I could tell you, you know, what everybody's doing on every team throughout the league. I knew every player. I knew all this, that, you know, I definitely have as I'm getting older, just focusing on my team more. So I I really haven't watched um, the three guys who were who are nominated, but just looking at their numbers, I mean, a, you know, Hughes who's also a defenseman, had better offensive numbers than Fox. So right there, you know, he he's not going to be in there over Hughes. Even if you may look at both of their defensive games and say, well, I thought Fox was better. I think when they're picking this type of things, I think they're always going to go with like the sexier pick and, you know, the guy with more points. You know, and, and, you know, the other two players are, you know, the guy from Chicago is putting up, you know, 30 goals as a rookie. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's tough to crack that top three, especially when the numbers. And look, Fox had 42 points this year as a as a rookie. I mean, that, he had a tremendous, tremendous year. I don't think he his game is, like I said, sort of like electric and that sexy look. He's just a solid solid player who had a tremendous year um and and i think he had some stiff competition too i mean it, you know i don't want to take anything away from the three guys who were nominated uh because they all three had just phenomenal years but you know i i don't i'm not sitting here you know moping about it um I, i'm happy that fox is on our team and and i hope he uh continues to develop and and progress and and for him to turn into uh, the best Rangers defenseman since Brian Leach. And that's all that really matters. Not whether or not he's winning the Calder or not. I agree with you, man. Uh, Long term, man. I mean, he's got great vision of the ice. He's just getting started. Um, it's there. You know, we can see the potential in him, uh, you know, just all around. And he's just going to hopefully grow. And, you know, we've, we, we have had some great defensemen kind of, you know, come out of this organization. So um, hopefully he's just another one of those guys that, again, is uh, forget the Calder. There's a bigger one. There's a bigger trophy that uh, I'm sure he wants and all of us want a lot more important than that one. And, and you know, a great tip of the hat, like I said, to the other kids that uh, they did that had some uh, monster years. And it's all good, man. So, um, hey, like I said, Foxy's a ranger and, and hopefully stays that way for a long, long time. So uh, it's good stuff. So, buddy, I mean, you know, we're uh, – I mean, if, if I don't know, you know, three 
four days here, training camp, anything else that, that we're missing here tonight that we haven't touched on unless there's something that you want to kind of uh, maybe I forgot to bring up, but is there, is there any other take that you can, you know, give to us, to me, the fans that, that uh, outside of just being excited to, to see hockey again? Um, anything else that stood out from these first couple of days of them getting back on the ice? Um, yeah, I, I, I really do. I think it just comes down to enjoy it because we don't know how long this will last, as, as I've been saying. And, and again, I hate to be, you know, Debbie Downer here. I, you know, I don't know how long this will last. So, Enjoy it. You know, your your favorite team is is back out on the ice and we, we were able to actually discuss line combinations today and who's going to be the starting goaltender again. And and that's good. That That's great. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm excited for this team and 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 uh, where they can go, because I do. I think they have a legitimate shot to make some noise because uh, I think that they have sort of a why not us attitude. Um, going into it, you know, we're a bunch of, you know, we're a young team that's sort of ahead of schedule on the rebuild. So, so why not us? I, I think that they can look to last year and where the St. Louis Blues were. Um, and I, look, I think any team could look at that as probably, you know, some of these playing teams and, and say, look, if the Blues were able to do it last year, maybe we can too. Um, and, and that's really it. Just, just, I, I think we could all sit here and, and debate and, get upset about the whole Corona thing and should they be playing and, and is it the right thing to do? And these players are being put in, in a potentially harmful uh, situation, but you know, I, I think we should all just try to enjoy it because it, it could be taken away, you know, in a day, like I said, you know, 72 NFLers uh, testing positive and um, MLS team games being canceled already. My son's lacrosse, team is is now in quarantine for 14 days and and now you buddy, know and, 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 and buddy you can't go to a bar now in new york without you can't get a drink unless you order food now <laughs> just yeah today so yeah you know i i think that everybody should should sit back and and enjoy what we can get at this point and be happy that again the timeline is is filled with hockey instead of uh political arguments or uh, coronavirus arguments and, and whether something should be opening or not. It's, it's, you know, it, it's a good time and, uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Cause it, it may not last very long. I, I, again, I'm, I'm hoping that it, that it does and I'm praying and, and, and that's really where everybody should be. Just, just enjoy it. Live in the now. If it, if it stops, it stops. And, and, and that's fine. And, and I appreciate, again, I said this last week, I appreciate, you know, that, Batman is at least trying and I think has done a very competent job here and in, in setting it up where they're going to have the bubbles and they've got it out of the United States. And and uh, I think the tournament with the play in rounds was was a great idea to get some of those bubble teams in. Look, the Rangers wouldn't even be in it if they just said, no, nope, we're taking the top eight. I, I think it brings a little bit more excitement to to this tournament if they can get it going um, and and keep more fan bases interested and. I'm real interested to see what it looks like on TV without the fans. Uh, yeah, I saw today the Mets were tweeting out the cardboard cutouts uh, that they have were selling. T- have you taken your selfie yet? No, I didn't do it yet. <laughs> I thought I was looking at the pictures today. I was dying laughing. It's so funny. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I think you need to have fun with what's going on because it is uh, it can be overwhelming and you can, can get caught up in the. Uh, awfulness of, of what's going on. And, 
you know, take a look at the Mets and the cardboard cutouts and just sort of hey, laugh buddy, a little you know, bit. And... The Mets could do themselves a huge favor and just put paper bags. <laughs> Come on. Eyes cut out on, on Come every on. chair. <laughs> We're going. We're gonna. We're gonna win the the fake Major League Baseball World Series the same way that the Rangers gonna win the fake Stanley Cup this year. Um, wouldn't so. that be a trip, buddy? And you wouldn't be able to go to either parade. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. <laughs> really, that that that's that's what's gonna happen to us, Ranger fans, especially Met fans. Forget it. Yeah, we definitely won't be able to celebrate. Everybody will say it's not a real World Series. Uh, uh, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff, man. At least, like I said, we got something to kind of sit back and and look forward to. And yes, you nailed it, man. Talking about lines and goaltending and coaches and decisions and it's all good stuff. Um, and like I said, throw throw everybody in the mix there on the 29th against the Islanders, man. Let's fire <laughs> it up and, and get worked up for that game. Uh, get Michael all, Haley out there to start a fight. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want that so much, man. It should be a blast. Because, you know, like I said, that could be the only game we get. <laughs> Let's go all in. All good stuff. Hey, everybody uh, who's been uh, continuing uh, to listen, subscribe, and download, and hang with me and Kevin every week uh, during this break, uh, we really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, thanks again for tuning in. As always, we will be back next week and the following leading up to uh, the first game. So uh, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. KD, as always, say goodbye to the folks. Bye, folks. And as always, let's go, Rangers!